live in the dungeon. This is the Dream Warrior Review. I'm Kurt Thomas. I'm Nick Strawn. So who died? No one to talk to. All by myself. No one to talk to, but I'm happy on the shelf. Ain't misbehaving, saving my love for you. Leon Redbone. <sighs> well, way to depress me. Yeah, sorry. Hate to do that. All right. Like Jack Horner. Are you ready for this? In the corner. The cryptozoological agency Monarch faces off against the battery of god-sized monsters, don't including the mo- mighty, the mighty what Godzilla, do I care? who collides with Mothra, it's your kisses, Rodan, I've been waiting, and his ultimate nemesis, the three-headed king, Ghidorah. I don't stay out late. <laughs> that was a weird combination there. <laughs> uh, well, I was just uh, pointing out that that was uh, interesting. I was pointing out that Leon Redbone died. And um, and he probably didn't get a chance to see this movie. I he probably didn't get a chance to see this no. movie. I wouldn't think no. Probably wasn't on his list no. either. I don't, I don't think it'd be on his bucket list. You never know. Who well, knows? Yeah, this was on my bucket list. It was indeed. And was it everything that you thought it would be? Actually, I was pleasantly surprised. All right. So I'm a I, I like the okay. old Godzilla stuff. I, I didn't see I the last love, one. I love the old Godzilla stuff. But I, I really, really enjoyed do. this one. I I just like I just wanted to shove popcorn in my face and watch it. Yeah, this was much better than it was much better than the last. See, one. I didn't see that. I kind of wish I did. Uh, I saw the one before that. Yeah, with Matthew Broderick. Yeah. Oh, that was just painful. This that was, was better. Like, this was a that lot was better. like watching paint dry around your puckered ass. This is the best wrestling movie I've ever seen. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what it was. There was even a shot that I loved where he was just sat- standing there like puffing and puffing. Yeah, he. Uh, <laughs> I-, I have to say that there was uh, even a little uh, a-, a little kind of. Um, what would you call it? Monster humor? Yeah. You know? uh, little bits. And, and he looks strangely like that, that up-and-coming actor that's in all those action movies right now. The the big guy. Oh, yeah. The, the, <laughs> yeah, the guy that's uh, in... Uh, oh, oh, come on. Uh, I can't even think of what... You're absolutely... Dave Batista. Yeah, Dave Batista. Whoa! I, came, a, I come up with that's his name. Amazing. I can't believe it. It's that. almost I, like they modeled his face after Dave it, Batista a little bit. That's right. It's, it, yeah. Uh, yeah it, they... <laughs> <laughs> he actually did. It did look da- like David Batista. Well, David Batista on a first date, maybe. Right. No. <laughs> well, speaking of first dates, his, his love interest. That was interesting. Yeah. I, we didn't want to talk about that. But, yeah. Uh, so, uh, is that a spoiler? <laughs> Red Bull gives you wings, but then so does Mothra. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's probably the only spoiler we'll put out there. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, well. well, you know what? This had like I, all the stuff I wanted. Did did it really? I, I mean, not much know, story, not much character development. That's I didn't give it. I don't care. I just yeah. wanted action. I wanted to see like flames and stuff th- burning and things getting, falling. And I, I thought it. Um, the story itself uh, kind of tripped over itself several yeah, times, but yeah. but no, it wasn't all about story. But it shows how this is exactly what Godzilla was all about. It was like shows how small and in, insignificant people are. 
and how nature rules. Oh, <laughs> there goes Tokyo. <laughs> Just listen to that Blue Easter Cult song. <laughs> and by the way, I have to say, they didn't bring Blue Oyster Cult in to do the song. No. They did some other group, you know? I don't know who that was. Uh, and, and they added some ooh, ha, ha. Yeah, it was like, yeah. It, yeah, it didn't work. Yeah, it didn't work. Not at all. I mean, so, yeah. you know, it should have been should have been the cult man it should have been the cult man <laughs> anyway yeah um i don't really have a lot to say i mean it's just it didn't really have i mean it just was action 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 yeah Big blockbuster it, it's all they really expected yeah it, it had a lot of really really heavy sound effects yes um uh it, not many go- screams though like from godzilla yeah you know that and there was an interesting twist in this a big twist, but you know. you know what I would like you to insert here, right, right here. I'm going to leave you a hole for this. Right here, I yes. want you to do some research and find out what they originally did the Godzilla's voice with. Hi, uh, excuse me. Um, this is Purvis Needlemeyer. I'm head researcher here at the Dream Warrior Review podcast, and uh, Kurt Thomas told me to look something up, so I did that. And I don't really want to go through the effort of explaining everything right now. Um, uh, yes. Uh, what what you need to do is go to YouTube and look up the history of Godzilla's roar, and there's excellent information on there. And I believe you will enjoy yourself. And please. Write to me, Purvis Needlemeyer, and thank me for guiding you in the right direction. And I believe they will probably add this to their playlist on YouTube. Um, yes, I don't know if they'll add it to the playlist, but I do believe that Kurt Thomas is in the habit of adding things that are really super cool to playlists on YouTube. So check it out. Even if you only listen to us on Podbean or Apple. Whatever, everybody uses YouTube, so check it out, dudes. There's probably a lot of stuff. No, it was a lot of stuff. Yeah. I, I think I saw the documentary on that one time. Yeah, that's, I, that's that's what I'm saying. A lot of different. You're going to do a little research, and you're yeah. going to find out what that is, and insert. There was. I there, know there was an elephant back involved. there a little bit. No, <laughs> an elephant in a microwave. <laughs> yeah, uh, elephant, a microwave, some tomatoes, and, and a Volkswagen Beetle, <laughs> <laughs> and a guy named Mel. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Mel didn't make it. <laughs> no, actually, Mel he didn't make it all the That's, way down. He just oh, did that yeah, without well, any help. He, just, he would. Rah! Yeah, it was just him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he was a man of, what, a thousand voices, they say, or whatever it was? Uh, or was that somebody else? <laughs> no, that... It, you're thinking of a thousand faces. Uh, oh. Lon Chaney was a thousand faces. Right, yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't think Mel Blanc ever really had a, a moniker. I mean... Mel Bach was amazing. But I would give him uh, that moniker. I met yeah. Mel Bach yeah. once. And, oh, really? Yeah. Uh, he was working on he was working on a company that I was actually redesigning their uh, offices um, for Inspector Gadget. <laughs> and, uh, and the sound guy that worked for it was, uh, I used to hang out with him, you know, on my lunch breaks and stuff. And he pulled me along one time to come to this old, old recording studio where he had like some of the original like tube amps and all the rest of that. Oh, and, wow. the, and, 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 and they had Mel Block in there and it was really cool. <laughs> so you just had him in there. He was on display. 
No, he, <laughs> that's what it sounded no, like. No, he he did he did some of the voices for uh, right now. Right now, you know, I mean, come on, don't get, uh, why are you giving? Why they had why? a little velvet rope around him, and he was standing in the corner. Me. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> they just uh, had him there. <laughs> he was pretty old at the time, I have to say. <laughs> just prop him up with a broomstick and tell him to talk. Yeah, I mean, he was behind the glass as far as I knew. I mean, you know, I I, I saw him there and. I, I didn't really get to talk to him, you know. Um, hi there, this is Purvis again. I did some research on this subject of Mel Blanc, and there actually is a movie, a documentary, back from 2008 called Mel Blanc, The Man of a Thousand Voices. I just wanted to point this out, that Kurt Thomas is not completely incorrect, but if you want to research this yourself, go to IMDb and look up Mel Blanc, The Man of a Thousand Voices. Thank you. Well, speaking of doubts. Yes. <laughs> Doubts? You planted a seed in my head during in the middle of the movie. There was one thing that I, I, I yeah, I kind of agree. What was it? There I was said something, something that, that happened with to? somebody going somewhere with something happening to him and and something. I'm trying to be as vague as I can. Yeah, and yeah, it, just, you're, you're, it seemed really like it was too like hammer on the hit on the oh yeah. oh it was a little see bit too say- right on. Yeah, see what I'm saying there. A little too. I had a little problem with that. I, yeah. I was like. But if you look at the characters, it made sense for him to do it, in a way. Because yeah. there was a history. Yeah, but at the same time, you got to admit, it was a little... And it went along with the twist, that kind of thing. Right. This is really vague. This yeah, is this is really vague. Yeah, I, I don't I don't even know if most people saw the movie, if they would actually get Maybe that. they would. Yeah, well... I don't know. I, anyway, yeah, it's... Uh, yeah. It was a a war reference. I was I didn't hate all the special effects. I thought I would be like, eh, it's a little too much as far as the huge over the top special yeah, effects. Yeah, there are some buildings falling over that looked really weird, but I it was assaultive. It was yeah, you know. Yeah. The, the, the funny thing about it is, is I I can't tell you what it was that I truly liked about the cardboard buildings being pushed over by the rubber monster, right? I don't I don't know yeah. what it was about it that because it certainly didn't look more real. Right. You know, I mean this is an, is not a case of where um of where the uh rubber monster and the cardboard but it's not like I you, like with practical effects sometimes the fra- practical effects just look better than um mm-hmm. Than digital effects, and that isn't the case here. It's just that there's something incredibly quaint and <laughs> just endearing about you know a guy in a rubber suit pushing over a building that's <laughs> supposed to be part of Tokyo. I mean, it's just yeah, you know, uh, and the very simple story of 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 man. Mm-hmm. Man against himself with Godzilla standing in as the hero and the anti-hero. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that. There's just something about that that just massively appeals to me. That has been taken over by the enormous. Uh, I gotta say that the the monsters in this looked pretty good, though. Yeah, they didn't look. I, mean, I was, I, was like, I, okay. I just, I just can't. You know, I can't. I thought Mothra would didn't. be stupid, but I actually kind of liked Mothra. Well, they did something with Mothra that that w- w- there was a uh, um, yeah, you're right. There was kind of a, a beauty to it. Mm-hmm. I think Mothra's been. <laughs> and there was a thing that I liked with the 
Yeah. Yeah, but but I'll t- yeah, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, yeah. we're not doing video. Yeah, no, it's true. <laughs> I just gave it away. Yeah, because then I had to put my pants back on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think uh, I think that Mother's mother may have been messing around with a butterfly. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> we're not ruining anything. It's, it's in the trailer. Yeah, it's in the trailer. Totally. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's in the trailer. It's it. You know what? It's in there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, yeah, by the way, I want you to look on your phone, and there is something oh, yeah, yeah. Th- that, you something me to that I wanted you, you to remind me of, and and it's it's a story that that is just came to mind that um, I haven't told in ages, and uh, I it was like a one day fluke. Story time. 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 What is it? What's it say? Is it safe? It's safe. Something about a safe. Okay. It wasn't. Is it safe? No, no, no. I got it. I did it on a weekend. I was filming. I was filming. Uh. A bunch of stuff for AMC and something, you know, in that period of time, uh, you know, recent 2000s. Mm-hmm. And um, and I got called over by a friend who's a prop master to um, to do this weird gag where we had to. It was a special effects thing. And what it was is. This is the gag. The gag is that two a couple of burglars uh, break into a house, uh, this mansion, mm-hmm. and they wrap. Um, they go all the way through the house, and they have a chain that they wrap around a safe, like an enormous safe, like you know, like six feet tall, and and you know, basically, you know, like like a short slightly short uh refrigerator right, right yeah, yeah and uh and i was i i was gonna tell the story of the rigging for that um so i get this job and i go down and i i say okay well you know we'll need to do this and this and and the idea is that they hook it to their car and they pull the safe out okay now i never got along with these people for some reason they were in they were they were really inexperienced, and they were uh, shooting over the weekend. And uh, it, it's funny. There's a there's an old saying about you know when um, uh, when I finally showed up to set and and, and they were show they were uh, serving uh, like uh, bargain basement soda. Oh, you know, yeah. You, you know, there's a, yeah, there, there's so. this thing on a film that, that you know if they stop serving coke and they start ser- serving Shasta, you 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 better find another job. <laughs> wow, <laughs> which is uh, you wouldn't believe how often that's absolutely true. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> so anyway, we were way underneath uh, Shasta. We were we were at uh, you know there was n- nothing but like it was a color. Yeah, you know, it was like brown if it was a color, it was red if it was like a red something, right? And and, and then there was the barcode, right? right. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> so, so anyway, they want me to pull this shot by shot, pull this set, right? Pull this 
you know, pull it out of the wall, through the one room, uh, down the hall, around, and, and then get stuck in the wall, and then pulled back out. Mm. Right? Mm. So they had, it was, it was a choreography thing. And so we put the fake chain around it and we used cables. And, and what I did was I, I, I put a dead drop in the corner of the studio. And a dead drop is, oh, how do I explain it? A dead drop is where you uh, go to the top of the studio mm-hmm. and maybe you have a 40 foot drop. Right. Right. And you put a huge amount of weight and you put it in, you, you, put it around pulleys and then take the pulleys and put them down to the ground mm-hmm. and then disperse that energy, you know, just take that cable and, and, and take it and clip it so that you have, um, you, you put pulleys wherever you need them so that you have the energy to pull the, to pull the safe, you know, mm-hmm. and, and what you're doing is you're, you're just dropping this bag again and again and again. And, uh, <laughs> so, so we uh we did the drop and the thing is is the day that we tested the drop and here's the thing these people they were morons and they were they were just children just just absolutely first time everybody's been anywhere right (laughs) Right. and and yet they thought that everything that they did you know was better than anybody else's which was very hard to understand but so i did a test Across, and I tried to pull the safe, you know, 40 feet. And what I wanted to do was find the the balance point. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. So we hit, So the thing is, is we had to drop it by literally clipping it. You know, we would hold it by a, uh, hold it in place with a cable, mm-hmm. with a very small cable. And then we'd snap that, you know, and as we cut it, it would right? And so... Th- the thing is, is everybody's standing around, you know, <laughs> watching me, watching us rig it. And, and, you know, and the thing is, we're kind of intentionally not really trying our most weight at once. We were trying to get up to what it would. Yeah. And I think that we got up. And the thing is, is I had had the safe rebuilt. I mean, when they built the safe, I don't know what their logic was, but they built it and it weighed about 400 pounds. I was like, this is crazy. So I got it down to 150. Now, the thing is, is when you have 150, you have a 40-foot drop, you're actually, we actually were doubling the cable so that we could actually move it 80 feet. Right. Right. Yeah. And so in order to do that, you have to double the weight. So we were up to about 500 pounds before it neutralized. Wow. Right. <laughs> so we get to 500 pounds, but every time I'm cutting the, the wire and I'm trying to keep everybody out of the way and I cut the wire and they, so oh, the wire going like, yeah, right. And they're like, yeah. oh, you, nothing happens. So, so finally I got it neutralized on like the third time, you know, and then we added a hundred pounds to it. You see, now that's the weight that you use then to move everything. To, to move, every time you move the safe, you're at a hundred pounds plus. See, and that way you can get over there and you can pull on, you can pull down with the weights, and 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 it's like doing neutral. You can really crank on it, right? 
So we started to move the safe and we started to do the shots and we did the shots and we did the shots and did the shots. And so, and it was working beautifully, right? And then one time we had this long shot that goes down the hall. <laughs> and here's the setup. We're, we have to go through the wall. <laughs> we have to go to the wall and it has to set Get in stuck. the wall. Okay. Not only that, it has to turn as it goes, right? So... So we're literally taking the cable uh, and right down at the bottom, we're, we're wrapping it around it and then clipping it on and then putting it under pressure and then letting it pull it in a half circle. Well, the first time we do it, and, and it has this big ring on the front of it, right? And the ring is steel. Right, yeah. And it's a light box weight frame, hmm. and for some reason the the thing is is it has a bridle um, because it has to pick up from a couple of points so that it doesn't tip over. Well, one of the bridle pieces broke, <laughs> and it tips forward, and it just rockets through the set. And here's the great thing about it is oh, geez. in order to use one point for all the pulling, right? We literally had to pull it through. Through another set. <laughs> so that shot, we had to pull it all the way through the other set. And unfortunately, when it fell on the steel face of it, it just got back up and acted like a rocket. Because the steel ring was the thing, like, like there's no, uh, there, uh, it's like Teflon. Right. It's like... And it goes right through the side of the set, right through the side of the other set, in and out of the side of the other set, and and you can literally look down and see like this safe, <laughs> this <hole>. safe sized <laughs> hole that goes right through this set, right through that set, right through the next wall and set and out. And those sets they're not really thick. No, walls. no. Oh. Well, yeah, but you know, at the same time, let me tell you, it was really moving in order to do that. <laughs> You know, you get into those kind of inertia and mass things because one way or the other, you know, when you have when you have that much inertia moving something like that, you have to remember that we balanced it at 500 pounds. Yeah, so, yeah. so you know, pretty much it, it, if it was going like just like that, you know, if it was going just like you would knock on a door, right, mm -hmm. it would be knocking on a door with a log. <laughs> Wow. So it just went boom, 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 boom. And there's utter quiet, right? <laughs> now, I had the guy that I had checking the rigging, right? Because uh, uh, every time he had to check and make sure that the weights and, and so he was up in the in the uh, uh, up in the rigging, right? Uh, of the stage <laughs> up on the call them the perms. Right, he was yeah. up on the perms and absolutely everybody froze. <laughs> It goes through everything. Boom, boom. Oh, and um, Frank is uh, Frank was kind of a kind of a kidder and a biker and uh, and pretty much a, a, a call it as he sees it kind of guy. And he thought that was the funniest thing he had ever seen in his life. And really, I have to say, I totally agreed with him. It was the funniest thing I ever seen. So he just cracked up. Just absolutely. All you could hear was him laughing. <laughs> to 
face. Everybody's face is just like, oh, my God, you went through the zats, right? And yeah, he was just cracking up. He thought it was the funniest thing in the world. But here's the thing. We had set it up so that we had spare a spare wall of this set, right? The other set, I could care less. You know, I mean, bleh, I, not my problem. Right. So, so the idea is that it was supposed to set in the wall. Um, it was supposed to set halfway in the wall. And so that was a breakaway, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, it was just because the cable broke. I, I, mean, I mean, literally, that's all it was. Because I had stops planned everywhere. I mean, you know, just, just uh, I know it sounds it sounds complicated and it's just rigging thing, right? right? Yeah, you know, you yeah. just I just knew exactly how it was supposed to. It's just that the cable broke. Yeah. So the director, the director just rags on me and he goes, you know, Spielberg does this stuff all the time. <laughs> I was oh, going, oh my God. Oh my God. I grabbed him by the collar and literally dragged him outside by his collar and and sat him down and I said, you know what? Here's the thing. Spielberg would shoot the sequence over about a two week period. Yes, he would. <laughs> and and we're doing this all in a day. One shot at so a time. Spielberg why don't you why yeah. don't you just you know shut the fuck up? So anyway, he goes back. You know he he's not happy, and he goes back in, and and, and I said, okay, we're going to do this again. And when they set it all up, I said the right front of the of the safe is going to be right here, and I put a quarter, maybe about twelve inches away from the wall, right on the corner, exactly where I knew the corner of that safe was going to be, and the quarter was right on the on that spot on the safe when we finally did the shot and set it into the wall. <laughs> That's how nice it went in there. Nice. <laughs> so anyway, uh, it was one of the rare occasions that I did not get paid. Oh, None really? Of my, and I paid my crew off, you know, uh, out of my own pocket. And they, they went broke the uh the next day they did they were supposed to film that a bunch of stuff the next day they didn't film anything they, yeah. they literally fold the whole thing folded up hmm. you know um wow yeah it was uh that's interesting yeah it was depressing <laughs> anyway i just i just that was a story out of the middle of nowhere hmm. just thought i would bring that up uh, it's because we were talking about Marathon Man. Because we're yeah. is it, that's is that what it was? I think it was, and I was like, "Is it safe? Oh, is it? It's never safe. No, that's the it's thing. Not, it's not safe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that so, means. <laughs> so anyway, um, I still to this day I can remember uh, Frank's voice uh, <laughs> laughing. There's something about there's something about that because uh, there's been a couple times that I've had like effects go horribly wrong because it just happens, yeah, right? Yeah, now, they they just horribly wrong, and to have somebody at the end of it just laughing their nuts off when it's everybody else has got a shocked horrified look on their face just tickles the hell out of me i just it, it's look, sometimes it's been me yeah you know yeah, that was yeah. but but sometimes it's been other people thank god for frank that's all i have to say <laughs> <laughs> so well he had a good vantage point probably he he did he got to see <laughs> the whole thing he, i mean he literally got to see got to see it go through both of the because remember it was he was up but he was he was 40 feet in the air but he was right where the drop was so the safe was pulling right straight towards him so it must have been a great view 
Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, then you get you get that sort of thing sometimes. Yeah, you, know? you do. So back to the film, and 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 I have to say that I did set I'd set uh, you up on that, saying that you know no matter what film we see or or stuff, I I have to tell that story because. Uh, well, it goes along with uh, Godzilla going through the buildings and the. It does, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. There goes Tokyo. <laughs> I don't think they had any rigging on him, though. Yeah. Well, eh, not <laughs> digital the, rigging. Yeah, not d- digital rigging. Yeah, <laughs> that's a digital pulley you got there. Hey, yeah, buddy. <laughs> I I'd be really surprised to find out maybe that there is a digital pulley out there. <laughs> I you did like know. the. You don't know. Did you like the last shot? I mean, it was very corny, but that was very retro. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Well, what can I say? You know, I, I, you know, I'm gonna bleep out the the thing you just did. Oh, okay. Because I don't want to give it away. The <laughs> anyway. Uh. Anyway. So ratings. Ratings. We kind of reviewed this a little I, bit, but not really. Um. I would give it a. You notice how if we like something, it kind of we just don't really talk about it, or if we hate something, we don't really talk about it. So it's that's ca- true. Yeah. See, I, I'm going to give this a 3.1. Really? I mean, I, that's as far as I'm going. I, I'm at a. I'm actually. I. I You're going to go a six, a seven. No, no, no. I think I'm a high three, high three point eight. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So we're not that far off. No. Okay. No, but well, okay. You know, yeah. I obviously liked it more. No, I just of course, Yeah, you did. You know, I mean, I'm not sure I, about this Millie Bobby Brown girl though. But that's all I have to say. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I know it just pissed off like everybody that's listening. Yeah, to Yeah, right absolutely. Because she's America's uh, whacked out sweetheart. Yeah. <laughs> well, I tried to watch Stranger Things, and for some reason, it didn't do anything for me. Like I say, I I watched the first season of it, um, and by the end of it, I really didn't care one way or the other. You know, just didn't. Um, it didn't ring my bell in the second, and certainly the second season, I would have never thought of like watching anything in the second season and i think they actually did a third right i think so yeah yeah, yeah. well yeah. I, I got halfway through the first episode and i was like eh. maybe it eh. was a bad day i don't know i just didn't feel it i watched the whole the whole thing and i didn't feel it and then of course like this is coming from somebody who's never seen a game of thrones episode so well that's Makes two, that makes two of us. <laughs> I don't feel like I'm missing anything. Yeah, I you know maybe but, a little nudity. But, but wait a minute, the thing is, is there's a huge backlash against us. Yeah, people who didn't watch oh. Game of Thrones, and you oh, didn't, no. uh, you didn't know that. Yeah, I knew that. It's very, it, it's very hip to be as unhip. Uh, it's very, it's very unhip to be so hip that you didn't see Game of Thrones. Right. So. Um, yeah, just well, I've never really been one to be a big group. I don't even have an Apple phone, so I don't want to be cool like everybody else. That's why I'm doing a what podcast you got with, my with, Apple with, phone. with Big Strong. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh get this out of my back. Oh, There's nothing wrong with your phone. Hey, did you, you, you if it works for you, see, like, I don't oh, have anything don't against, even. don't go. Well, oh, I want to say, I don't have anything against people that let, like Game of Thrones. I don't either. I, I just... It's for them. Yeah. They enjoy it. Totally. Yeah. Go for it. Um, who was I going to point out? Uh, Vengeance dropped today, the first trailer. Yes. Yeah, yeah. If a, you have not awesome. seen... If you haven't seen the Vengeance... In Friday, fact, we might Friday even just... Friday the 13th Vengeance trailer. We'll probably add it to one of our playlists on YouTube. And, uh, yeah, yeah, we should. Add a link to it on our... Uh, 
our podcast. There you site, go. That's exactly the what we're going to do. Because, uh, yeah, that's the trailer is good. It and I'm really sure we'll share it on good. Facebook, too, probably. You know, I have a lot of people that are saying, you know, it doesn't look like a fan film at all. I have to say. I think I might have even said that. Yeah, I think that you said it, but that's being very disingenuous. No, it was. It's it's awesome. I think. Yeah. No, it really looks awesome. It really. And I can't wait to see the movie. Yeah, it's. uh, I had no intention of being involved in something that would have looked like a fan film, ever. Right. You know that ever. (laughs) I'm sorry. That just is not going to happen. You know, I I had some. (laughs) Well, it's because you've seen some. I've seen some bad fan films. I mean. I don't think I've seen a fan film that's blown me away. Is what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to be nice. Oh well, this one's this one. <laughs> this one will probably blow me off. away. Yes. Yeah. There's been a couple pretty amazing. And I'm not Star being Trek biased ones. because I really do think it looked awesome. Like if I yeah. wasn't involved with it and I saw that, I'd be like, I yeah. can't wait to see. Oh this. yeah, absolutely. No, yeah. I, absolutely. I, I I agree. One thing 100%. that really got me was Jason's performance was amazing. Yeah. With the really, head turn and he the way really, he woke up in the water. Yeah, I was like, yeah, he really perfect. has got it, doesn't he? Yeah. 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 It's, um, it's like I say, you know, that I, I I have to say that for years and years um working in town, we would um I mean, there were films where that you would work on that, you know, we you were all professionals mm-hmm. and and in between uh the shooting, you absolutely uh comported yourselves as professionals uh you talked like you knew what you were doing and, and and all the rest of this and and every shot as you looked at it, it was just like oh my god are we idiots or what this looks terrible right and you, and it just goes on and on and on and on and on it's it's you know like polishing a turd but it was weird it was just this it, it would be this like we're professionals we can't be doing this but filming just is like that way sometimes not Elm street five no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, something like that anyway i was i was thinking yeah well anyway i'm not gonna go into it but the thing is is here's the thing is you come you come I'm dying to, to know what, what we, movie you just thought of, you, but you, that's okay. You, you come to what we were doing, <laughs> yeah. and I mean, basically, it was like three or four people that had even you know done anything before, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and in between every shot, it was utter freaking chaos. It was it <laughs> was Keystone Cops. I mean, you know. Uh, it, it was like geese flying at you and just just you know geese. raining and everything coming in and and the thing is and here's here's the thing is is every time every time the camera came on it's like lightning in a jar it's like yep. amazing and i would look at the shots and i go all right we're shooting way over our heads here yeah, yeah. <laughs> way over our heads and it kept going for the entire shoot it was driven by passion that's what it was and and uh just love for the film or for the you know what i, I don't for film th- in general i don't for even film people in who general. didn't like uh well, see, that, I, there were people there that did, weren't even like huge uh or friday 13th fans but yeah they, i mean they were seriously but, but in this to win it basically. but the thing is and like i say this is the first all volunteer group mm-hmm. that you know no pay anywhere yep. down the line that i've ever been involved in and uh well we got food that's payment right yeah yeah, yeah. I, look i <laughs> you know, i mean if you want to get technical uh, yeah yeah technical about it but uh, I, i'm just saying you know the thing is i'm used to 
being paid for it and being around yeah. people who were paid for it. It's what we did for a living every day. <laughs> and for one thing, the thing that I had trouble understanding is why would you go work on a film set <laughs> for no money? I mean, and then, I, you know, by the end of the first day of filming, I was like, okay, I kind of get it. You know, I mean, it's it is interesting, but 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 I, I think that uh, the uh, there was somebody in um, the film about the room, the, the film, the room. Mm-hmm. What was the film that was that was the done? disaster artist, right? The disaster artist. Yeah. Uh, I finally was, just watched that. There, there was an old, <laughs> there was an old woman that, you know, uh, her character actually gets put through all this crap you know for one day of filming right and the guy comes up to her the next day she's sitting there just just waiting ready to to uh he's like why are you you here why are you here and she goes well the uh son don't you know that the The worst worst day day filming (laughs) is better than the best day not filming and i was like oh and 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 the funny thing is is (laughs) that began to ring true to me you know yeah. um well, i noticed some of the days that were like going completely wrong and south were actually some of the most interesting days because <laughs> yes. you had to kind of overcome the problems and figure out well, oh, you well. See, that, that, and that's what filming is filming yeah. filming is just overcoming one problem after another right it, it's no matter how much prep you do no matter what's what, funny you, is i think i heard you remind the director of that a couple times i probably did <laughs> <laughs> But he was having a breakdown or something. Yeah, yeah. Getting close to it, at least. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) You have to support yourselves. Everybody has to support each other and stuff. It's it's really, uh, it's like no government ever. (laughs) It's like a dictatorship. dictatorship. It's like a dictatorship where you cry. Yeah. (laughs) So, okay, well, um, anyway... um, Go watch the trailer. Yeah, go go watch. And then the go tra- watch Godzilla after that. Yeah, watch the trailer for Vengeance, and then yeah, go watch it. So yeah, yeah, okay. Summer blockbuster. Yeah. I think it. I think it was well enough. It was enough. If if you really 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 want to see a good film, uh, look the original uh, Godzilla or um, Shin Godzilla, mm-hmm. which is the most recent Japanese version. Nice. That's pretty good. Okay. Thanks for joining us on the Dream Warrior Review Podcast. Don't forget to tell your friends about us, follow us, and, of course, like us. We can be found on Podbean, which is an amazing app, YouTube, Stitcher, Alexa on any pod, iTunes, Google Play. We're on Twitter as well, at DW Review, and, of course, Facebook. You can find us there. You can also email us at dreamwarriorreview at gmail.com. Yeah.